Hi, Taylor Alcoholic. Um, I want to thank my friend Jay for asking me to come and do the 10 tonight. Um, I'm really happy to be here and welcome to everybody that's new and counting days. Um, welcome if you're loaded. I love that you guys did all the months for the chips. That was cool. And um, happy birthday, Karen. One year is incredible. Um, my sobriety date is November 15th, 2014. And I'm very excited to be taking six years in a week from now. Um, it's so interesting. I love that you had um, all the girls like at the house read the different readings because I haven't been to a physical meeting since March and to like hear the chanting at the end. Like we chant in AA, do you guys remember? Like that's the thing we do. And like we hold hands at the end and like do all that. And it's just like those little nuances of AA that I miss. And, um, but I've really been able to um, get into the Zoom world and really appreciate it and be really grateful that this actually came to be. And um, I really appreciate that. And um, yeah, so it's interesting too, when you're reading all of that and, um, and I was thinking about like my alcoholism and, and how that looked for me. I'm actually from Orange County and um, I grew up in Huntington Beach. And, um, you know, I came in on a court card because I got two DUIs and that first DUI when I was 21, I was doing a lot of drugs at the time. And um, there was no way at 21, you were going to tell me I was an alcoholic. I didn't, I didn't want to believe you. And, and I remember telling my, my parents that I would be able to stop doing drugs and, and I was able to do that. And, and, um, and those next two years that followed was really just like the incomprehensible demoralization that like comes with what my alcoholism looks like. And, and really just that downward spiral of um, really understanding it for me. And um, yeah, I got that second DUI when I was 23. And um, my mom used to like be really aggressive um, and really upset with me a lot over like my drinking and my using. And I remember like trying to get sober and, and her telling me that she thinks that, you know, maybe you need to find God. Like maybe this is something that needs to happen for you. And I was just like, that's definitely not anything that I wanted to do or any feeling that I had towards it. And um, I, I can say that, you know, through these last almost six years of sobriety, like one of the greatest gifts that I've gotten here is the relationships around me have changed. And it's only just like a direct result of me changing. And that relationship, especially with my mom, was really, really difficult before I got here. And I've been able to really like mend that relationship and not just think of her as, you know, this terrible person. I look at her as like a sick child of God. And, um, yeah, so I got that second DUI and um, she came to see me in jail. And um, that was like the first time that it wasn't just like that frothy emotional appeal that it had been for so long, where it was like, you know, I have a spiritual malady, like I need you to give me a spiritual solution. And she didn't have that for me. And um, but for some reason, that second one really scared me. And I luckily had a couple of friends that were sober and um, took me to my first meeting when I was uh, like three days sober. And um I heard this woman share when I had like two weeks of sobriety and she told my story. And, and I remember going up to her after the meeting and saying, I don't really know what I'm supposed to do here, but I think I need some help. And I think I maybe want to try to figure this thing out. And, you know, at the time I'm 23 and I don't really know what it means to be an alcoholic. And, and I really found myself in the book of Alcoholics Anonymous. I can say that really like when I read the doctor's opinion, I was just like really curious as to how they were writing about me 80 years prior to when I was born and like all these things. And, and it just really blew my mind. And, um, you know, she used to tell me that I was working Taylor's Anonymous because I didn't want to call her. I didn't work the steps with her. She would find out things about me through the meeting, um, including my decision to move up to L.A. And um, my sister lives up here. And 
she had told me when I had gotten arrested, like, maybe you need to have a change of pace. And so I just did like a little geographic and I was living in South County at the time. Um, and, you know, it's like, I think about, you know, I just kind of mentioned my mom and I think, and when I think about my alcoholism too, I think about my dad and like what I really put him through because I was living with him from 19 to 23 and from 19 to 23, like that's when it was like really, really bad. And, um, and, um, and he didn't know what to do with me either. You know, the, the nicest thing and like the thing that he could do for me sometimes was like leave a, leave a Gatorade bottle by my door. Cause I'd be like puking all day and so hungover and, but he didn't know what to do, you know, and Hey, maybe don't come home at eight in the morning. I'd be like, okay, dad, like I won't come home at eight in the morning. I just won't come home for days at a time then, you know? And like, I know he probably didn't sleep for a long time. And, and I think about that. And, um, but luckily I was able to amend that too. And yeah, so I was getting sober and I came up here and, um, it took until I had about five months of sobriety to really get in some pain. I'm in LA and I'm trying to go to meetings. I'm in IOP. I'm trying to fight this court case because my two DUIs were, um, a probation violation. And, um, I met my sponsor who's in this meeting right now and uh, asked her to take me through the steps, like whatever really that looked like at the time for me, I didn't really understand what that meant. And, you know, I did it the best way that I knew that I could and, or that I had at the moment. And, and I really, really love my sponsor. She's, you know, the longest and healthiest relationship I've ever been in. <laughs> and, um, and she's really walked me through life. She's really taught me. I get uh, every time she knows how much I love her. She's, She's taught me how to be a woman, to have grace and dignity and to bring God into my life and to help somebody else. And I'm so grateful for her. She, I talked to her like every day when I ended up losing my court case and was in jail. And um, I can tell you that was really the spiritual bottom for me. I, I celebrated my first birthday in jail. So congratulations, Karen, on not being in jail, celebrating your birthday. <laughs> and, um, and I celebrated there and, and um, celebrated. I mean, I had a bologna sandwich that day, like usual, you know, and I um, I can tell you, though, that like the girls around me were getting mad because the people in AA were sending me books and letters and birthday cards and telling me that when I got out of there that I never had to live like that again, you know, and that my life could get better. And I really would have told you like that first year, like I was kind of working the steps. I was trying to maybe change some things, but I really thought maybe that I would be that person that would be sober for a year. I would get the cord off my back. Maybe you guys were going to teach me how to drink vodka like a lady and I was going to go out and be normal. And, um, well, God damn it. After a year of sobriety, you guys gave me a little bit of a life and some peace of mind. And, um, yeah, so I got out and, um, yeah, that's like, honestly, like really when it started for me and, um, I was really eager to finish my steps and I did it about 18 months of sobriety. And ever since then, I've really just been on fire for Alcoholics Anonymous and like what it's given to me and, and realizing too, um, it's so interesting, like how I said at the beginning about having this relationship with God. And, you know, I really fought that the first five years of my sobriety. And I would sponsor women and tell them, like, you need to be praying and meditating in the morning. And like, I wasn't praying and meditating in the morning. And, and I would, I would go to meetings and I, and I would sponsor and I would fellowship. And I was, I was probably doing pretty much everything besides trying to enlarge my spiritual life. And I was very aware of it and um, very vocal about it. And I um, really thought I could just do it that way. And it took until last year where I almost picked up a drink and realized that that needed to change for myself. And, um, this last year of my sobriety, like besides the fact of everything that's going on on the outside, like I have never felt better on the inside, specifically this last, this last year. Um, I pray and I meditate and I read every single morning. I 
really have a conscious contact with a God of my own understanding. And, you know, it's funny because it's like, I went through those steps that first time and I've only gone through them once with my sponsor, but the way that I was taught is I go through them and then I take other women through them. And I can tell you that I've probably had more spiritual experiences taking other girls through the steps, um, listening to fifth steps and six and sevens and listening to them tell me that they went and made an amends to somebody that they never thought they would. And, um, and that's really what we get around here too. And, you know, and my dad who would leave me Gatorade bottles um, by my door and stuff, like when I made amends to him at three years sober, um, he's not like really big on words. He's more of an action guy. And um, when I sat him down and was telling him, you know, I I need to sit you down. I need to tell you that I know what I did. And he's like, you don't have to say anything, Taylor. Like I see it. I've seen you change. And I said, I know dad, but I need you to understand that I know that you probably didn't sleep for like four years. And especially when I was in jail and you had to come see me there and what I've put you through, you know, and I made, and I made a promise to myself when I was getting out that I would never be in handcuffs again, you know, and, and I've been able to like change and, and then the people around me have changed. You know, I used to say that I would have like seasonal blowouts with my mom and it's like a, such a rocky relationship, like oil and water. And I don't think I've had a blow up with my mom in two years. Um, and she got really sick this summer and I was able to be there and, um, I don't know, like I've just been given like a little bit of peace of mind and some clarity. And I I really want to say too, maybe some like self-esteem too, that I never really expected to have and some self-respect, you know, and, and the things that I did before, like, I know I didn't really talk about how I drank, but it's like, I only have a few minutes and I'd rather just tell you that I have some peace of mind and some clarity today. And, and, you know, it really is though, the fact that I work on it every single day, because I believe that if I'm either working my way towards a drink or away from a drink, I really try every day to work away from that drink. And um, it's all really because of the steps and the fact that I have a sponsor who I, I try to be current with as much as possible. You know, I don't keep any secrets from her. And then usually for the most part, I try to answer the phone as much as possible when someone's calling me because that's what she taught me. You know, she would always answer the phone literally on the first or second ring always. And I can't always do that, but I always will try, you know, to like be that hand, you know, to help another girl. And um, I don't know, my life is like, probably really simple and probably looks a lot the same on the outside than it did six years ago. But like the overhauling and the spirituality that I feel inside is just like nothing, nothing that I would have expected. And it's kind of like, unless you've experienced it, you don't know. So I hope all of you can experience that if you haven't already. So I'm really grateful to be here and thanks for listening.